0: Now, Fight Back with Libby Nimer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association.
1: Okay, we are back with our trusted contributors, and this is a very important topic. Have you been noticing more news about drug shortages lately? It can happen because of a variety of reasons, such as discontinuations, recalls, manufacturing issues, or unavailability of raw materials. And there have been some very, very high-profile recalls lately, notably this drug Valsartan which is in a bunch of heart medications and uh, that's been a problem for a lot of people right now. I'm with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association Dean Miller and he's going to explain what happens and what to do when a drug is recalled or an over-the-counter med is removed from the market and what your best bet for dealing with that is uh, the numbers to call. He's here to take your calls and your questions about that and any other subject. The numbers four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Dean, welcome. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. So, uh, big news. I heard that. EpiPens, which is one of the things that were, uh, you know, that really there were problems with, are going to be available as of the end of this week?
2: Yeah, uh, that's one of the two big things that's going on right now, Uh, Libby. You mentioned about the Valsartan, and that's now we're about week seven or eight into this recall now, and it now seems to be expanding. The EpiPen um, issue is... Unfortunately, we've lived with this now for about three or four years. Yes, I heard the same uh, story that some will be released. Um, That's a typical sort of scenario that, um, you know, as the product becomes available, it starts to get shipped out to distributors. And then after that, it gets into the hands of pharmacists, unfortunately. And if, if... 2018 is the same as 2017 and 16. There will be limited amounts of the actual EpiPen product that is released. So, does it? That means that not every pharmacy will probably get some. So it's it's still a problem, um, and I foresee it being a problem through this entire um, uh, autumn season that we're just about to enter. And the the biggest problem is the fact that this is the time of the year when. EpiPen is needed most, because most parents, uh, especially with little kids, they tend to fill a prescription for two or three of them at this time of year, because you want to have one that you're carrying, you want to have one at school, and you want to have one at home. And with the shortage this year, it's uh, it's, it's extremely problematic. And of course, this is a life-saving drug, so...
1: Isn't there a new generic formulation of the EpiPen? Didn't did I read something about that?
2: Yeah, you're right. Uh, there is. Um, unfortunately, you know, there's been some struggles with getting availability of that. So uh, again, that's added to the the, the the complexity of this, and actually added to the 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 problems that are around availability. I mean. Uh, this time last year, we were talking about the availability of a generic uh, EpiPen. It still isn't out yet, uh, so it's 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 being delayed and delayed and delayed. So, we it's EpiPen, or in fact, there is a epinephrine pro- product that you can get. Uh, that the pharmacist can I help you out in uh, with it's a, it's an alternative. It's a difficult alternative because it's not as simple to use as an EpiPen, but it it is it does offer some some emergency uh, relief for for parents and others that carry around an EpiPen on a regular basis.
1: And what is the situation with the valsartan drugs? How many the, how many drugs are affected? How many people would be affected?
2: Well, I mean that is a that is a big big drug. So there are thousands and thousands of Canadians that, that use Valsartan on a, on a regular basis. Um, the most interesting thing to me around that recall is that we're now into week seven and we just got a notification this week that it's being expanded. Uh, and so
1: more drugs are affected or not the time period?
2: Different, different manufacturers and lot numbers that manufacture and supply Valsartan onto the Canadian market. So...
1: Are they all from China?
2: They all tend to be from the same, exactly the same manufacturer in China. But I guess the most interesting thing is that when you look at what happened this week with the expansion uh, for a lot of the Teva-manufactured products, Teva also manufactures products under different names. So, you know, for instance... Um, uh, there's a product called Sanus Valsartan and there's another product called Civum. And the Civum and the Sa- Sanus part of it, that's just who manufactures it. But really who manufactures it is Teva. And those products are included in the uh in the recall as well. So I think the the big message for everybody out there is that if you see Valsartan on your label, um get into your pharmacy to, to get it checked out because Even though it may not say Teva or any of the lot numbers you know, it's definitely worthwhile checking because it is a what we call a class one recall, which is the most severe. It uh, it requires the pharmacy to contact patients. So if your pharmacy hasn't contacted you, um, you should proactively contact your pharmacy. Uh,
1: give me an idea of how many of your patients have been calling you, how much of your time you've been spending on this. Well, you know, it's, it's significant
2: because, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of skepticism. One of the key things i think that the pharmacist uh is involved with right now is what else do you do so you've you've uh you know there's we've talked about on the program before that there's different drugs under this class so the pharmacist can help you uh make that make that change uh Con, you know, it's there's not a requirement really for on on this type of recall to probably go back to your doctor. So if, as long as you go back to your pharmacist, your pharmacist can work with your physician to actually offer you up a, a different uh, a different what we call a sartan drug. Um, there's there's about six or seven different ones on the marketplace. So, valsartan. You know, from my experience, is probably going to die a pretty quick death here, and and it will not be available. No one will want it. Um, but there's many, many other products out there that uh, that can be substituted for valsartan and be just as effective uh, at reducing your blood pressure and and whatnot. So
1: I'm I'm going to give the numbers out again, and I'm curious to hear from listeners. We've heard from some beforehand. If you were on a valsartan drug, uh, have you dealt with it, what are you on now? And of course, if you have any other questions or comments, Dean Miller is here, he's our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. The numbers to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. What are some of the other things that uh, you're dealing with right now? Well, you know, we mentioned uh,
2: we mentioned the the EpiPen uh, piece. So we're we're getting a ton of questions around EpiPen, especially as I said, because kids are about to go back to school in a couple of weeks, and it tends to be something that that is a huge concern because, you know, like I described, that's always been sort of the way. You know, you like to keep one in the in in the backpack, you like to keep one at home, and you like to keep one at school. So so we've had a ton of uh, questions. Uh, about EpiPen and how to manage it, and and there is no EpiPen product available. Like I said, there's a little bit coming in, trickling in, um, but there is alternatives to uh, the use of EpiPen as well. So, so epinephrine, which is adrenaline, is is the active ingredient in an EpiPen. So. It's cumbersome, but there are ways that, uh, uh, you know, a pharmacist can help you uh, manage that by, you know, pre-filling syringes for you and instructing you on exactly how to best use those. The unfortunate part about that is they have limited expiry date on it. Uh, But but if I'm in a family that has severe nut allergies, bee sting allergies, um, you know, seafood, you know, all the real common ones – you know, as a precaution, I'd be, uh, I'd be contacting my pharmacist about getting uh, the epinephrine product, uh, even if it's tough to deal with, in my house.
1: Okay. Let's take a call from Joseph in Toronto. Hi, Joseph.
3: Hi there. Listening in on this uh, very important conversation that you're having regarding this recall.
1: Go ahead. So
3: uh, for the past two months, I've been inundated with uh, phone calls, faxes uh, from patients. You're a cardiologist, a, I'm right? I'm a cardiologist. I'm a heart specialist. deal with a lot of blood pressure but also deal with heart failure, and Valsartan is used in both of these specifically. There are trials years ago where uh, Valsartan was showing great success as an anti-failure drug, uh, heart failure drug, um, and uh, we were sort of suddenly been told that there's a class one recall, and it's not affecting absolutely every preparation of Valsartan, but... At Hello? Did we lose it him? It's for us to keep all the information in our head anyway, and for us to suddenly remember which product is bad. So I was hoping to get a comment from the pharmacist. We should almost do this as an auto-sub, where if a patient is receiving, let's say, 80 milligrams of one drug, uh, they are automatically substituted to one of the others after they speak to a physician, because as a cardiologist with a hospital call, it's extremely difficult to be able to answer our patients in a timely fashion. Yeah, And the patients, are, I, I, I would feel, I mean, I feel horrible for my patients because if I was the uh, the patient on the other end, what do I do? And, you know, the cardiologist may be on call and we can't just simply get them into the office to rewrite this prescription. Um, so what I've done is I've actually called several of my own pharmacists that I deal with. And I said, you know what, if this patient is on this or that, do an automatic substitute for one of the other Sartans, as, they, uh, as the, uh, the gentleman was, was mentioning. Because that will alleviate a lot of... Potentially, lack time or patients worse can stop their medication inappropriately, while not receiving a substitute.
1: Well, uh, but uh, the pharmacist presumably needs a doctor to give the order, right? Yes. So I'll give you
3: an example. So, for in, in hospital, we have something called hospital formularies, where hospitals will have certain drugs on their shelf, and if a patient comes in on a, a relatively new preparation belonging to the same fa- family class, uh, the physicians interact with the pharmacist and tell them that they can do an automatic substitute for drug A for drug B. So I think that the pharmacist, instead of calling on every single patient, if they communicate with their main family physician or cardiologist or nephrologist, kidney specialist, and he says, what do I do with all these individuals who are coming in on Valsartan? And we can sort of give them a standing order saying, this is the drug equivalent, 80 milligrams is equal to, let's say, eight milligrams of Candace Sartan or one of the others, and automatically do that. Uh, that will alleviate an incredible amount of of, of um, displeasure on the patient's side. Patients have trouble getting to the calling their physician. Physicians may be on holiday. It's the summertime. But what worries me is that patients stop their drugs because it's still a very important antihypertensive. So I would like to get some input from the pharmacy gentleman to tell me what well, how he thinks about this automatic substitute.
2: Thanks, thanks, Joseph. Thanks for calling in too. It's uh, so your advice is 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 very well timed. So there's, you know, as you know, there's there's seven or eight different manufacturers. So a pharmacy out there operates kind of like a hospital we've got our own formularies that exist so you know my pharmacy might carry a a a brand and the pharmacy down the street may carry a different brand of valsartan that maybe was not included in the recall so under the Ontario Drug Benefit Act that portion of it, the pharmacist can uh, freely substitute. So it doesn't, you know, the pharmacist doesn't have to call the physician, but they can say, hey, you know what, we're not going to use brand A, we're going to use brand B. So that's one option. But your thoughts around the substitution, I mean, obviously, you know, using uh, uh, candesartan or Urbisartan, I mean, those are different products entirely and and there's a consultation that needs to happen with the doctor around that as well. Uh, That's the way the current Regulations uh, right. uh, are, are are structured. Um, you know, there has been times in the, in our past history where. You know, uh, emergencies and 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 serious situations like this have arisen where, you know, they're they've, they've lifted some of those regulatory authorities and able to do right. that. But I 100%, 100% agree with you. Um, I know my own company. We've sent out a ton of information about the recommendations you would make, and you know, if you're substituting valsartan for uh, you know one of the other sartans, right? Uh, here's how you do it, and and uh, you know, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, you see,
3: I would like to see how. Canada come out with a statement to help us physicians because yeah. it, it, it takes a lot of time and it hacks the practice. But more concerned, like I said, I'm worried about patients not knowing what to do and then they stop their drugs. And that can be so much worse. Yeah. It can end up in heart failure or whatnot. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, well, I hope well, uh, Health Canada is listening. Thanks very much for that.
3: Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too.
1: Bye-bye. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Uh, People, I know you're being patient because you have your own questions about Val Valsartan. Right now, we have to take a quick break, and we'll be right back for more with Dean Miller on this question of recalls and how to handle it. And uh, I see questions on the screen from Valsartan, so uh, we'll get those answered as well. And we'll be right
0: back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Well, uh, we had some callers that were a little impatient just when I said, hang on, we'll get right to you. But you were saying, and this is uh, interesting, Dean, in the break, that this is such a common drug That there are actually some of the alternative brands of Sartan that are starting to have shortages.
2: Yeah, you know, um, in pharmacies, you know, we, uh, we get our medication from some of the distributors. Right now, I think we're still okay but uh you know the depletion of some of the other sister products um are starting to be noticed uh you know we're still we still have it available but um you know depending on how long this lasts and and this one is stretching out a very very long time um you know didn't you we're... just
1: say that you thought it's not coming back this particular well
2: i you know i, I the reason i said that is is uh, and i mean that's a manufacturer's decision to make but but Typically, when you get a recall like this, and it's such a, I guess, a, a, a dramatic, uh, um, you know, uh, issue like this where you've actually got a, a, a carcinogen that's actually, you know, being tainted uh, into the drug product, you know, that, that name is a, is a little bit tainted. And as our, our, uh, the cardiologist pointed out on the call... There are plenty of others. There's other. Uh, there are other products that are very, very similar that can be used, uh, and that have not been uh, originating from that uh, Chinese manufacturer. So, so um, in a safe zone.
1: In a safe zone. Yeah. And it was interesting that we had a, a call from the cardiologist. That seems like a sensible suggestion that he made. But of course, it's uh, you. Health Canada has yeah, to deal with it. Yeah, you have it. to
2: follow the rules. So.
1: So we have this, is that the biggest recall issue?
2: Uh, definitely. This is one of the, this is, this kind of parallels one that I remember from back in about 12, 2012, where we had a very, very significant tainting of a birth control product that was very, very common. But Valsartan is, a, is an extremely, extremely popular uh, item. So it's prescribed a lot. So.
1: Okay, let's uh, hear from Ken and Whitby. Hi, Ken.
2: Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine.
3: How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, my question is, why are we buying drugs from China? There's more recalls from that place than there is anything else.
2: Yeah, Ken. You know what? I could probably talk on this topic for <laughs> four hours, but in a in a very quick snapshot, um, drug manufacturers that originate in Canada have actually had to, you know, uh, you know. For mostly reasons financially in nature, have started to buy more and more from China. Uh, India uh, has been a source for for many many years, and uh, it's the active ingredient that that is tends to originate in these compa- in these countries. So, so I believe it's all financial in nature. Yeah, uh, the almighty buck. Yeah, and and unfortunately, you know this. I mean, I don't know the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the pharmacy end of it, so I don't yeah. know exactly the, the rationale around why you buy from China versus India versus, you know, Brazil. That, that
3: or, cardiologist so. it called didn't sound like it's my cardiologist. Oh,
1: yeah? yeah. <laughs> he didn't give us his last name.
3: No. As a person, did he give you his first name? Joseph. Joseph, yeah, that's him. That's <laughs> him?
1: Why have you it had a... like
3: a, him very much. He's a good man.
1: Uh-huh. Are you on Velsartan or a Velsartan I'm on
3: uh, statin, uh, herbostatin and so forth. Okay. Now I don't know if they're the same, but it's a, yeah. a statin drug, I believe, isn't
2: it? I would, Ken, just, you know, from my best advice, what I've seen over the years, let's just continue to follow this story. Because sometimes, uh, I, I hate to sound kind of skeptical, but in the past, we've seen these recalls start with one item and end up with 10 or 20. Right? Yeah. So so it's uh, it's something that could be with us here for a bit.
3: Well, I'll call my uh, pharmacist and take a minute and see what the
2: yeah. make sure you are okay. yeah exactly. I'd, okay. I'd at least check. Okay, thank you very much. You're thank welcome. you. Let's
1: Bye-bye. go to Joan in Oshawa. Hi, Joan. Hello. How are you today? Fine. How are you?
4: Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, my doctor has me on losartan. Yeah. So what's the <laughs> what's the news
2: on it? Well, right now, Joan, everything's fine. I mean, that one hasn't been included in the uh, in the recall uh, for sure. Losartan's probably one of the ones that's been around the longest. Um, but you're right; it's in that category, and just like we talked about with the previous caller, you know, my experience as a pharmacist over the years is that sometimes these things start small and they end up getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and uh, I mean, in your case, that's an entirely different um, active ingredient, Right. Um, but you know what, it really comes down to the manufacturer. So often, you know, whoever manufactures your drug, um, they tend to buy all their active ingredient from one spot, and this this uh, recall seems to have originated from one manufacturer in the in in China. Right, um, because
4: he he increased uh, the dosage to fifty mils.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: and um, you know, uh,
2: yeah. All it, I would say is just continue to watch it because, you know, as I said um in the past some of these things have started small and you know i i described a scenario a few years ago with uh, birth control pills that started with one product and it ended up with many and yeah you know we're talking something totally different here but the point is 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 it started off with one product and ended up with yes
4: many. So. well <clears throat> we have uh we have a great uh, pharmacist and i think he would uh you know notify you know notify me if.
2: Yeah. Well, remember, this is a, what we call a class one recall. So this is the most serious kind. And your pharmacist did the right thing. They should have reached out to you, and it sounds like they did, uh, uh, or, or would have if you were in- impacted by this, right? Yeah, so yours definitely would So yours would've. is Losartan, so you would have heard from your pharmacist if it was uh, um, one of the included products. But, uh, but there's different classifications. Some you don't have to call the patient. Some you 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 just, you know, you post publicly. Um, right. But in the case of what we call a, a class one recall, that's severe enough. Health Canada uh, says, hey, you know what, this is a severe uh, uh, something that's impacting public health. Um, so please contact your patients. Right. So,
1: so that's good. So you're good. Now, uh, can people get More than their usual supply if they're worried, or does that just make things worse? Well,
2: most of that, Libby, is is conditional on what kind of coverage you have, right? And in most cases, I mean, a patient always has the ability to get as much medication as they want or as they request as long as the prescription is there. The problem with most times it, it it tends to be how much will your third party coverage cover? As we know, ODB, the Ontario Drug Benefit Program, only covers a 100 day supply. So, oh,
4: well, that's good to know. Okay, <laughs>
1: yeah. okay Joan. Any other questions? Uh, not right now. Um,
4: but uh, it, it's great to uh, you know have you on uh, the program because um there's always for people you know a, a chance if they want to ask a question about a health issue or something they can uh, they can phone in
1: okay. Yeah. okay well we agree thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks joan
4: well thanks very much have a wonderful rest of the week thanks bye 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 bye
1: yeah it's something very concerning
2: when yeah You know, these come and go, Libby, like, you know, sometimes in a typical year, we have a quiet year, there's not much going on as far as recalls and shortages, but this one and and these two products, you know, Valsartan and the EpiPen piece of it are are two incredibly commonplace medications that, like I said, in the EpiPen case, that's a life-saving medication and, and... Boy, when you take that out of out of the market, uh, you know it can have very very serious uh, consequences, and uh, you know it.
1: Well, that get, was that get, horrible story with the EpiPen, with the guy who uh, increased the price seven hundred percent. Yeah, well, in the states, this
2: this product has been in the news a lot uh, in the last couple of years, and it's usually been very negative. And yeah. you're right, last year, you know, one of the manufacturers in the states. You know, had about a seven or eight hundred percent increase in the price of a very expensive medication, anyways, because EpiPen typically isn't covered by most plans, and here in Canada, it's over a hundred dollars. Um, so, you know, in the United States, it sounded like it was six or seven hundred dollars and boy that's a that's, that's pretty free
1: enterprise yeah,
2: it's a lot of money out of a person's pocketbook so.
1: okay we're running out of time dean what would you like to leave people with on this recall issue i, I think there's two things uh libby certainly on the vel
2: is for everybody to continue to to check all of their sartan medications bring it to the pharmacy if you're unsure uh or if you haven't had a, res, uh, a call from your pharmacist because this thing is now as i said seven or eight weeks old and it we just got new information again this week, so it means it's still alive and 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 perhaps even growing a little bit. So that's number one, and and certainly around EpiPen, which is a, a life saving medication, um, you know, go talk to your pharmacist, especially if you're a, a parent or you have a spouse or someone that is uses this on a regular basis, because there is alternatives. So
1: okay, thank you so much, Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association.